When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitcherList.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is June 6th, and yes, we're going to talk about baseball. I am home! I am back from Asheville, I, and it is so good to be here to see all of you on Twitch uh, hanging out with us. We've got a very busy day. Uh, I'm going to be doing a breakdown of Andrew Abbott right after this podcast, which you could watch live if you want on Twitch if you're here at 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Actually, today's going to be about to 1 p.m. Eastern Time every single weekday morning. And then I have the Twitch stream from 2 to 6 live here, twitch.tv slash pitchless. You can also watch it on the homepage as well, pitchless.com. But yes, I'm sorry. i sorry once again for having the list out on Tuesday. I was in Asheville. I was away for a little bit. Back to the regular scheduled programming moving forward. And I'm back to the normal setup. So if, you, if I sound a little bit different, that's because I'm back to my normal things instead of the blue Yeti that I held around like a reporter. Anyway, hi, Andrew Rabbit. He made his MLB debut. We're going to watch it all. And six innings pitch, zero in runs, one hit, four walks, six Ks against the Brewers. I watched it last night. Um, I don't know what to really take away from this for a couple reasons. One, MLB debuts, the command is always weird and different. Two, it was against the Brewers who we saw did well, or sorry, showcased... The best of Matthew Liberto made him look a lot better than he is. And three, the camera angle in Cincinnati is the worst, especially as a lefty. So I can't really interpret a lot of this as I normally would as a scout. That said, Andrew Abbott is good. He threw a ton of, ton of strikeouts in the minors across AA and AAA. I want to say it was nearly 60 in about 50 innings or something. It was maybe 90. I don't remember. No, 90 strikeouts in 53 innings, which is so stupid. And clearly you saw yesterday that the fastball is the plan A with a good breaking ball in the zone. And then there's a changeup at a third velocity band. There is also a slider. It's also a fourth velocity band, but it's really fastball curveball, hopefully setting up those changeups. That can work, especially as a lefty. It really depends on Andrew Abbott's command moving forward. I don't know if he is that. It seems like he is. He's like Logan Allen, but maybe a higher strikeout upside. The negative about this is Logan Allen will likely have higher win probabilities and is already locked in more, I think, with the command than Andrew Abbott is. That said, 105 pitches for Andrew Abbott in the debut, so he went six innings, is very close to Logan Allen. So think of them very similarly. Uh, maybe there is a better backup plan for Logan Allen than there is Andrew Abbott, but that's really what you're getting. Also, Abbott is in Cincinnati, for which is bad for two reasons. One, of course, a win chance, but also the Great American Ballpark. So keep that in mind moving forward. Uh, he should get at least one more start after that. I imagine the Reds are going to look at the back end of the rotation. Maybe Garrett Graham Ashcraft is gone. We'll see how Ben Lively is surviving as well. Luke Weaver, what is the plan there? We'll see. He gets at least one more start. Uh, I believe it's against the Cardinals. Um, it should be on Sunday, and then they'll reassess. So don't just say, oh, Andrew Abbott's only going to get this and that's it. No, it's probably going to still be Andrew Abbott moving forward in that rotation. So I think he is an add, and you move forward with that. 
Um, Martin Perez did exactly what you're supposed to do against the Cardinals right now, who aren't doing well. Seven innings, zero runs. Good to see that. Now it's the Rays and the Jays, and we send him back. Boy, it is so much easier to talk on this podcast with a mic on a boom. I just got to say that. Anyway, Aaron Nola against the Tigers. Thank you for the 21 whiffs and a gallows ball and 12 strikeouts. There you go. It's interesting to see him go more four seamers and sinkers, dramatically so. 10 out of 44 whiffs and a 52% CSW on that four seamers. The Tigers can get overwhelmed by good heaters. We saw that against um, Michael Kopech as well. And that could be the deal here. I hope we see just four-seamer dominance from Nola moving forward. Blake Snell against the Cubs. Six innings, zero earned runs, two hits, three walks, and eight strikeouts, 17 whiffs. Is Blake Snell back? No. Four-seamer was a sub-60% strike rate. The curveball and slider were not what you wanted it to be. The changeup was unreal at 10 over 35 whiffs against the Cubs. I have not seen the Blake Snell that we need for any sort of reliability. He has done well recently. It is strange. It's weird. He gets cores in Tampa Bay next. I do not like that. Carlos Hernandez opened for Mike Myers, who did not come through against the Marlins. Three innings, six earned runs, nine hits, one walk, and one strikeout. If you remember, yesterday I actually took Mike Myers from probable start into questionable start as I realized, A, I was overrating what the floor was, and B, the Marlins have been doing well, and there you go. That is why. So now he gets the... uh, he gets a tougher schedule moving forward. I just don't think that we want to go after Mike Myers any longer. Shane McClanahan ace is going to ace against the Red Sox. J.P. Sears against the Pirates was a streaming option, and he did come through for the most part. 4.2 innings, I know, 112 pitches because he was erratic, uh, five walks in this, but six Ks, two hits, one yard run. Uh, it was a better start, I think, with the four-seamer and the uh, breaking pitch. It's not quite there, obviously, but a little bit better separation. I think he's getting the Brewers next, and that should be better than this one against the Pirates. I feel like this is good moving forward. I know, 112 pitches, but five walks? Trust me. I think J.P. Sears is a start you want to have against the Brewers. Yohan Aviedo came through against the Oakland because a lot of guys do. Seven innings, two earned runs, four hits, two walks, five Ks. He was good enough. With the with strikes on the slider and the fastball, but this was not prime, a prime, primo or prime. <laughs> Yohan Aviedo, he gets the Mets, then Brewers, then Marlins. So I think the Brewers and Marlins, you're gonna want Aviedo against the Mets, maybe not. But take a look at your wire. If it's a really barren one, you might have to hold on to Aviedo and just take the chance against the Mets. Julio with Tehran, it's kind of funny. I was looking at transaction trends, and Tehran was all the way through the roof. I was like, come on, in Cincinnati, it's not gonna work out. Six point one innings, two hundred runs. Six hits, one walk, five Ks. This is insane. He had zero strikeouts last time. He got five here. 52% CSW on the slider is insane. And now he gets Oakland and Pittsburgh. Oh, boy. I guess it's a Vargas rule, but it feels like Tehran's just getting fortunate with these sinkers and the slider was just way too good. I don't know. Do what you want to do. Brandon Bilek went against Toronto and nearly had a VVVPQS, which I kind of love adding every V, which is for every base runner, after nine. Uh, six, uh, sorry, 6.2 innings, 300 runs, 10 hits, one walk, and two Ks. The changeup is good, and now he gets the Guardians. I'm in for that. That's a solid win chance. Brian Bayo went against the Rays. Uh, you have Adam Wainwright, Kyle Hendricks, Braxton Garrett. We got to talk about Alec Manoa, Joey Wentz. We're going to talk about all of those in today and tomorrow's starters after this break. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. 
Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Brian Bayo against the Rays, six innings, three and runs, six hits, one walk, five case. He looked really, really good in the first and second inning. Uh, and then it kind of slowed down. And now he gets the Yankees uh, for two starts. So I don't know if I'm really in on this because we see these flashes from Bayo and then it goes away and it's kind of risky. But if the Yankees won't have Aaron Judge, we'll see what the toe situation is like. Then maybe that is worthwhile, especially in deeper leagues. I think you kind of have to start Bayo on a weekly basis. Adam Wainwright against the Rangers, 5.1 innings, 300 runs, 8 hits, 2 walks, 3 Ks against the Rangers. We did not expect that. I mean, we did not expect him to do well. This is what we expected. The fantasy irrelevance, that's kind of where Wainwright is right now. Same with Kyle Hendricks against the Padres, 6 innings, 4 and runs, 6 hits, one walk, 0 walks, and 4 Ks. A 1 whip is good. The curveball was only 40% strikes. The changeup returned 19% CSW, however, got a lot of outs. And the sinker is playing the call it strike game that we want from Hendricks. I feel like I won't trust him until I see the curve really doing great things and more whiffs on the changeup. He's borderline waiver wire at the moment in like a 15 team or 12 team. I think it's you got to wait. Uh, Alec Manoa should not be pitching in the majors. 0.1 innings against the Astros. Six earned runs, seven hits, one walk, zero Ks. He has to hit rock bottom for him to really come out of the flames. So you got to send him to AAA. If they're not, it's crazy. I I hate the fact that Ricky Tiedemann is hurt. If you weren't hurt, he would be up now. And that would be a very exciting ad. But he has a biceps injury they're still recovering from. And I won't expect Tiedemann to be up until like August or September or something like that. So I don't know what the Blue Jays are going to do. But you can't start Manoa. Joey Wentz, absolutely not against the Phils. It's like, obviously not. And then Braxton Garrett went against the Royals. Was my streaming pick of the day. And honestly, came through. It was a 1.2 whip in five innings, got the win, six Ks. Four and runs is not fun, but I think it's worthwhile based on getting that win and six strikeouts and a fine whip. 40% CSW for the King Cole, 17 whiffs, 57% CSW slider. Now he gets the White Sox, the Nationals, and the Pirates. Keep rolling with Braxton Garrett. Looking forward to today's starters, we have Kevin Gosman, Joe Musgrove, Logan Gilbert, Mitch Keller, James Paxton, Freddie Peralta, all in this auto start here. Very, very clear stuff. Gaussman is my number one despite against the Astros. You just start your studs. Zach Eflin is also here against the Twins. That's fine. Jesus Lazardo against the Royals. I know the whip has been bad, but you still do it. And Bryce Elder against the Mets. That's the weirdest one I've done in ages. But I know if you have Bryce Elder, you are starting him against the Mets. So fine. Probable start tier. Shane Bieber, same thing against the Red Sox. But I know the Bieber has not been good. Tony Gonsolin inside of Cincy. Honestly, I get if you just want to do it anyway. Should be an auto start, but... He has been super fortunate, and it is Cincy, which does open up the door for a lower floor, and also the ceiling isn't very high for Tony Gonsolin. And Lucas Giolito, if you have him, also Judge might be out, I think you're going to start him against the Yankees. Questionable start to your stream pick of the day is Louis Varland against the Rays. It's the Rays, but Louis Varland is looking really good. He just did well against the Astros. I love the fastball. I love the cutter. I believe it's the cutter. Uh, it's a good it's a good repertoire for Louis Varland. I think the fastball is just that good, and you roll with it. 
uh, in most cases in the questionable start tier. Hunter Brown against the Jays, he's looking so good, but it's the Jays and the floor is very low. Kyle Gibson, I know it's the Brewers, but like Kyle Gibson is Kyle Gibson. Dane Dunning against the Cardinals, Clark Schmidt against the White Sox. Uh, maybe it works for Clark Schmidt. Dane Dunning would do what you want against the Cardinals. I feel like it's a Vargas rule against the Cardinals. Uh, Clark Schmidt does have his breakers. It's against the right, is righty with breakers against the White Sox, but I just feel like he's not doing that much. Tywin Walker against the Tigers, but it's Tywin Walker. James Caprillion against the Pirates. Maybe he gets fastballs for strikes. Zach Greinke against Miami, whatever. And Tommy Henry against the Nationals. Hayden Wisniewski is leading off the do not start tier because it's the Angels and we just need to see him get into a groove. Tyler Anderson, I don't trust him against the Cubs. I really don't really trust Tyler Anderson for the most part unless like he's against the weakest teams really at this point. Luke Weaver against the Dodgers, no thank you. Carlos Carrasco against uh, the Atlanta, no thank you. Libertor against Texas, absolutely not. Dinslin Met is not the old pitcher you know. Is in Coors against the Giants. Jake Irvin, no way, against the Diamondbacks. And Shaman I might have an opener in Coors with the Tigers doing a bullpen game. Looking forward to tomorrow's starters. Zach Wheeler against the Tigers, absolutely. Corbin Burns against the Orioles, duh. Max Scherzer against Atlanta, but who cares? You do it, and same with George Kirby against the Padres for the auto start tier. John Gray could be in the auto start tier against the Cardinals. I don't think his fastball is that good, but whatever, you do it. Edward Cabrera against the Royals. Just throw enough strikes, buddy. Tanner Bybee against the Red Sox should be good enough for you. And all these are kind of contentious now. Pablo Lopez against the Rays hasn't been doing great. He should be better. Even though it's the Rays, I want to do it. Charlie Morton is the premium cherry bomb, but you never know what you're going to get with the Mets. And honestly, with the way they take called strikes, that's what Morton wants with his four-seamer, and then he'll dominate with the curveball. Logan Webb in cores. He's done so well, but it's cores. Chris Bassett, he's done so well, but it's against the Astros. And Michael Waka is here because he's had really good command, and the Mariners don't really scare me right now. Questionable start tier, Lance Lynn against the Yankees. If Judge is out, I think I might push him up into the probable start tier. But Lance Lynn did well against weak teams, and now he went against the Angels, didn't do well, and now it's the Yankees. I feel like it's a very high-risk, high-reward start. Dean Kramer is our stream pick of the day against the Brewers. It's fine. Uh, Dean Kramer isn't exciting, but it's the Brewers, so fine. Hogan Harris, that's a name you might not know. He might be open for by the Athletics as he goes against Pittsburgh. He's a crafty lefty who could make this work. Johnny Brito against the White Sox. Five innings, 200 runs, maybe. Sure, maybe get a win. Uh, Ronzi Contreras, he's against Oakland. Like, it's the only time I'm really considering Ronson Contreras because I hate, hate that fastball. Jack Flaherty gets the Rangers. Otherwise, he'd probably be in the probable start tier. And Zach Davies gets the Nationals. If he has his best changeup, this could work. Reese Olsen was very interesting in that first start, but because I don't really know what we're going to get moving forward, he is starting for the Tigers against the Phillies. Phillies can be very dangerous, and I would just prefer not to start him. Jameson Tyone against the Angels. I want to see more of that consistency first. Jaime Berea against the Cubs. It's a slider changeup. Maybe that works, but the Cubs are too good. Uh, Jordan Lyles against the Miami Marlins. He came through last time, but we don't really see Jordan Lyles come through. And the Miami Marlins are having an offense all of a sudden? I don't know. Noah Sandegard against uh, Cincy in Cincinnati. No thank you. Cutter Crawford, Connor Siebold, Brandon Williamson against the Dodgers. Renell Blanco is kind of interesting, but it's the Jays. Patrick Corbin and Yanni Trinos close it out. All right, that is it for today. Thank you all so much for supporting. By the way, you should be getting PL Pro because if you get it annually today, not only do you get the rest of the season of our fantastic PLV projections, but you also get all of the benefits you get for the preseason next year. We're going to be improving our draft kit. We're also going to be improving our uh, whole projection system to make things easier for you and our auction draft tool. Oh, baby, you got to see where we're building with that. So if you get annual today, you're going to get it through this time next year. You're going to get all those pre-draft benefits as well. It's the best way to support what we do here at Pitchless. So go sign up at pitchless.com slash premium. 
And you can use promo code PODCAST to get a discount. That's all caps, PODCAST. But that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock. And may your babbits be low and your strikeouts high.